the cost of entry for that, what's the maintenance look like over over any period of time? And for a lot of small businesses, when you get aligned, unfortunately, with some unfortunate people that are out there, uh, you may find yourself locked into a situation or or kind of handcuffed into a situation where you're unable to to exit because the functionality of your entire business is predicated on somebody else giving you the keys. To- Growing a business requires a holistic approach that extends beyond sales and marketing. This approach needs alignment among people, processes, and technologies. So if you're a business owner, operations, or finance leader looking to learn growth strategies from your peers and competitors, you're tuned into the right podcast. Welcome to the WBS Podcast, where scalable growth using business systems is our number one priority. Now... Here is your host, Sam Gupta. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the WBS Podcast. I'm Sam Gupta, your host and principal consultant at independent ERP and digital transformation consulting firm, Elevate IQ. Do you know an e-commerce platform that is designed for WordPress users? Do you know an e-commerce platform that may require several plugins to build a complex store. Do you know an e-commerce platform that is designed for SMBs and doesn't charge based on GMV? Do you know an open source e-commerce platform that is written in PHP and is not Magento or OroCommerce? If you have guessed WooCommerce, then you are right. In today's episode, we invited a panel of industry experts for a live discussion on LinkedIn to conduct an independent review of WooCommerce capabilities. We covered how it compares with other open source and commercial platforms. Finally, we covered the businesses that would be most benefited with WooCommerce and where they might be stretching its capabilities. With that, let's get to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's show. If you're joining for the first time, this is part of our e-commerce series for which we meet every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We review one vendor or the solution independently. And for today, we have a very interesting solution. It's probably one of the most popular platform in the e-commerce community called WooCommerce. So we are going to have a lot of fun discussing that. Before we do that, we are going to start with everybody's intros. If you don't know me, I am Sam Gupta, principal at Elevate IQ. Elevate IQ is the independent ERP e-commerce and digital transformation consulting firm. On that note, I am going to move to Dave for his intro. Thanks, Sam. Hey, everybody. My name is Dave Chrysler, and I own an operations consulting business working with operations leaders in the manufacturing and distribution spaces, helping them to create systems that allow them to drive growth and operate with excellence. And uh, come to with more than 20 years of uh, various operational leadership roles uh, all throughout manufacturing and distribution facilities. And uh, excited to be here with you tonight, Sam. Thanks for joining. Thanks for uh, inviting me on. Uh, of course, and this is going to be interesting because obviously you bring a lot of operational centric experience. And when we are thinking about WooCommerce, especially the implementers, they don't really think of the operational aspect. But any of the e-commerce transactions, if you don't have your uh, product inventory figured out, then e-commerce experience is uh, in general. So it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree with all of that. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, so before we kick it off, if you're in the audience and joining for the first time, make sure uh, you post your questions and comments. We typically try to cover them during the show. 
if we run out of time, we'll make sure that you give your answers. On that note, Dave, I know you are not regular on this particular series, and we have done a lot of different reviews of different platforms. So I'll give you a little rundown of different platforms and where WooCommerce really fits uh, in that, uh, whether you want to call this quadrant or whatever, I don't care. Uh, for me, what matters is where it is going to be a fit, what is going to be the sweet spot for WooCommerce, and how it compares with many other platforms that we have reviewed and where it fits in the architecture. So that's what we are going to be reviewing. So, Dave, uh, I think you have done a couple, I guess, on this, right? Yeah. So number one is it's basically really super SMB platform. Uh, that's one layer that SMB versus enterprise, enterprise-centric platforms seem to have very different capabilities overall because obviously they are going to have far deeper IT maturity. Their needs are going to be very different. So this is really designed for SMB. In the e-commerce market, there is another layer, which is in conflict with the ERP systems. And you have a lot of fun there in the ERP series. So here, one of the other layer is going to be open source versus the commercial platforms. And the reason why it gets really interesting is because of the payment gateways that we have, to be honest, okay? And most of the e-commerce platforms, they are trying to charge based on GMVs. Because as we know, obviously, software is very expensive. And somehow, these companies have figured out a way to serve the SMBs based on the GMB, to be honest. But overall, you know, it gets really, really expensive. And, you know, based on GMB, if you're going to be, let's say, $20, $50 million company, then these platforms become very, very very expensive in general. So, but at the same time, if you're going to be buying open source, good luck with that because obviously you are going to be needing a lot of IT and then you are going to get into really difficult conversation. It's going to feel really frustrating because obviously if you are a commerce shop, you have never dealt with IT and IT is really hard in them. Dave, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to take a pause. If you have any yeah. comment, obviously I'll, t- I'll take some comments there, but yeah, chime in whenever you like. Yeah, no, thanks, Sam. I, um, I, I agree with what you're saying. It, it's um. You know, I think like many of these types of solutions, it, it kind of it gets sold one way. Right. And, and the thought process behind it, especially from the SMB space, is that oh, this is going to do everything that we need. It's, you know, plug and play. We could just put it right on the website. No, no maintenance. No, you know, no kind of infrastructure behind it. And, and to your point, that's where people really get caught up into having to rely on those IT resources and people that are really going to create the operational layers underneath you know, what you end up seeing. So things like inventory, things like how are we going to uh, maintain our our product information within this? How are these transactions then going to flow into, you know, our counting or ERP system? I mean, typically you're going to be talking about an accounting system uh, at this size business, Um, you know, but there's a a lot of complexity often in these types of implementations, uh, even though seemingly on the surface, it, it should seem fairly straightforward, but but usually it's the kind of implement and then plan versus the plan and then implement yeah. uh, is what I've seen. Yeah, could not agree more, but the size of businesses that are probably going to be using this platform, they are fairly small. They can probably stay with the siloed processes, to be honest, because yeah. they don't have as much transaction volume. Uh, they cannot really afford to spend a million dollars in IT systems uh, in integrating them, right? So... Uh, their estate is going to be obviously very small overall. And that's what 
WooCommerce is really good for. It can provide this platform in a very expensive, inexpensive manner. Uh, but then you are probably going to be requiring a little consulting help there because, yeah. um, you know, again, this is a very technical system and that's why it is open source. And you are probably not going to be getting as much support as you get, let's say, if you're going to go with something like Shopify, uh, BigCommerce. What's Sam, What's I'm curious in your experience, what's kind of the largest company you've seen still running? You know, we talk about this in, in the other series. <laughs> I'm just curious, what kind of what size companies have you seen run on this? Because the majority of the ones I've had experience with are, are going to be fairly small. And when I say fairly small, that's going to be probably sub 10 million uh, in revenue is is what I've seen on the e-commerce play. So this. this is a very similar argument as ERP. Now, you, if you are going to be asking, okay, how big a company have you seen running QuickBooks? Okay, and you are going to be shocked if I say, you know, $100 million, because you would think that that's not possible, uh, you know, but here is how it works when you think about these platforms. So I have seen uh, $50 million uh, at least, and I'm pretty sure even larger companies are using this, but they have very thick add-on sitting on top of it. Uh, and that add-on is going to be owned by the company that is trying to implement. Uh, you know, so obviously they have they are incentivized to sell WooCommerce platform because they are trying to sell their IP uh, and they are supporting as well those customers. Um, so now obviously Makes they are going to yeah, yeah they are going to argue the pros and cons that you know Shopify if you go you are paying based on GMB so this is going to be cheaper in my mind when I look at the e-commerce platform if you are going to be doing credit card processing. Okay, you are anyways going to be paying very similar amount, regardless of whether you go with Shopify or you go with WooCommerce, to be honest. Okay, if you are not processing your credit card and if you are paying based on GMB, then it's a different time. Then you have a little cost savings there. For example, B2B businesses, if you are doing ACH, then you don't have then you don't have to go through Shopify. Then you could have cost savings. But overall, uh, in my mind, people talk about this whole platform, GMB, uh, you know, Shopify, but that is not as relevant if you are processing all of your transactions using credit card. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. One question on the, on the how this connects up on the credit card processing side of things, because uh, I'm unfamiliar with this, this aspect of it. I know that there's integrations for kind of your typical credit yep. card processing, but will this allow you to uh, connect like a third-party processor to it as well because of the open source? And would you need uh, IT kind of infrastructure to do that? So allow is obviously a subjective word, right? <laughs> Everything is going to allow, but how long is it going to take? How much it is going to cost is probably going to be a question. So yes, I mean, they have a lot of different plugins. And when you are going to be, and that's another point when you are working with WordPress, that you are probably going to be using millions of plugins. And this is the same argument that you have with, you know, smaller ERP systems, NetSuite, Acumatica, I mean, the Plugin is a plugin, regardless of the system, right? Uh, yeah. You are going to have all of those issues when multiple vendors are going to be using. They have never tested them together. If one plugin fails, then whole process breaks. So good luck with all of those scenarios in general. So in this particular case, you are looking at a lot of plugins. And the reason for that is the default WooCommerce platform and the WordPress platform that was not originally designed for the commerce transactions. It's a phenomenal content platform. I don't know if we have any other platform that can match the CMS capabilities. Again, if you're talking about enterprise workflow, then it's a different case. Um, you know, I am talking about SMB market. Obviously, WordPress yeah. is very impressive in general for the content. But e-commerce, 
you know, when you are going to look at WooCommerce, going to feel as if you are doing the content publishing when you are processing your commerce transactions. If you are in the high volume situation, it's going to slow you down because it's not really designed for that. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. And, and often people don't think about it because you hear you hear both of those, you know, platforms, so to speak, kind of in combination. But the reality of it is what you just said. You know, WooCommerce is is really a bolt on to the platform, to the, the content management system platform, WordPress. Um, so I think I think that's a really good distinction for people to to really grab a hold of. Uh, so that they understand it. And, and to your point about the, the transaction volume, it's one thing, uh, again, when you're going into it and, and you're maybe trying uh, to build out or to kind of, um, you know, test the market. But if you're utilizing this to plan out how high volume uh, transactions and you're knowing that going into the scenario, uh, you, you would you would definitely be uh, better ahead to investigate some some alternative. Yeah, could not agree more. Great points, Dave. Um, so if you don't have any other comment, I'll start on some slides, Dave, if you're okay with that. Yep. Okay. Um, all right, so some background here overall from the WooCommerce perspective. So here it's saying it's an open source e-commerce plugin, and there are a bunch of open source platforms that we have in the market that we have already reviewed. So Dave, we are looking at Magento, we are looking at PrestaShop, and I forget the name of the other platform that we have from Germany. It, it has ShopView, I guess, or yeah, ShopView probably. Um, so that's the open source one as well that has very similar look as Shopify. Uh, that That is the one that I really like, to be honest. I mean, based on the UX and look and feel, uh, it's yeah. pretty impressive. Uh, but one of the theme, uh, Dave, that you are going to notice in the e-commerce market is going to be not e-commerce market, the open source market is going to be most of them are developed on PHP. So that's mm. always the most common trend. PHP is sort of the driving factor for this whole open source. And obviously, WordPress in general has, uh, you know, significant line share. Um, and honestly speaking, this whole community is driven by web developers, uh, to be honest, okay? And in general, uh, traditionally speaking, web developers, they didn't have as deep IT maturity in general. I mean, they were more of the CSS developers, you know, look and feel, UI, but not the core IT, IT. So now they have created this whole, uh, you know, e-commerce ecosystem, obviously. But now uh, this is this has grown really big in general. So here, go ahead, David. Do you have a comment? No, I was just going to say that's really interesting. I, I kind of didn't... Uh... You know, I, di I didn't fully appreciate what the genesis of all of that has been. And and it's really interesting because of, I, you know, I think it's one of those things that kind of blew up before anybody realized. And when you think about the infrastructure that's in place and how all of this came to be, you know, from that IT perspective, it's that's really fascinating. So that, thanks for sharing that. It's really interesting. Yeah. And overall, I think we always have had this divide. And now in manufacturing, people talk about IT and OT divide. In my mind, I think this divide always existed business and it divide is very common in general traditionally you had divide between your back-end developers and front-end developers front-end developers never like sort of working with back-end developers because back-end developers would not get the marketing perspective and these guys will feel that you know what i can do a better job so everybody sort of <laughs> so, <laughs> or just can come up with their own language and do it exactly <laughs> all, all politics i'm telling you <laughs> this is great <laughs> So it's always fun to be, uh, you know, part of these projects, uh, you know, Dave, as you know, right? Yeah. Okay. So here, you know, they are positioning this as a small to large uh, sized online merchants using uh, WordPress. 
launched on uh, September 27. So that is relatively newer in my mind. 2011 is not very old. So they have been in the market for like what? 11 years. 11 right? years. Yeah. Now, if you look at the number of installs, to be honest, okay, so they are claiming that they are installed on roughly 3.9 million websites. Can you believe this? Okay. Your bigger ones are probably going to have 30,000 installations. <laughs> okay. That's their market share. But the website that those systems are able to run is very different. The transaction load that they can take is very different. Here, we are talking about photographers okay we are talking about hobbyists okay and they have just one people like dave you and me uh, who might have a little ebook there and i'm gonna sell, yeah. sell for ten dollars so that is the kind of uh websites because i mean obviously we are going to be really good at content and then finally we have a little product you know i can place it so that i can pay my bills for my woocommerce i guess uh, <laughs> so that is going to be sort of the business model you know for most of the woocommerce sites it is not really designed for those companies that are going to have, let's say, $10 million in revenue, $20 million, $30 million. That's where you are probably going to be utilizing a lot more uh, IT uh, or unless you are going for some sort of, you know, Shopify. Here, then we have some more commentary here. I don't know if um, they have acquired a bunch of companies in between. And that's how they sort of grew in terms of capabilities. Uh, they have a newsletter position as well. You can do a little email marketing as part of WooCommerce, but companies, I don't know if you're going to be really big, then you're probably going to be utilizing something like HubSpot. The emails that you're going to get from WooCommerce are not going to be as pretty as your Shopify in general. So yeah, you have that challenge. Then uh, anything here? Comment, Dave? Yeah, I was, I was just going to add to uh, to what you just said there, Sam. I mean, the functionality from a, a workflow perspective, not even the look and feel, but from a workflow perspective and a process standpoint on, on that, that kind of email, uh, you know, uh, communication is, is really lacking uh, in this. So the installations that I've seen have uh, definitely taken advantages of, you know, outside or, or additional external tools. But again, you know, kind of goes back to what you said previously, unless you've got a developer on your team or in your company or you've got a great relationship, um, you know, some of this functionality you're going to be stuck kind of utilizing and just you get what you get. Exactly. So it's um, yeah, it's, a, you know, specifics like that, though, um, <laughs> could, could sometimes uh, be a, a bit lacking. Yeah, great points. Could not agree more. Um, so if we don't have any other comments on this one, I'm actually going to move to the next one. So here, one of the things that you're going to notice uh, in the WordPress community is you are going to get a lot of team developers, okay? And obviously, these same team developers, you know, the whole idea of open source business model is that, number one, you are building your resume, okay? Each of the developer who is the only reason why they are donating their free time <laughs> is because they obviously want to build their resume, you know? And the second thing that the incentive that they have is they can sell uh, their teams, and they are going to have a lot of them. So in general, in WordPress as well as WooCommerce community, you are going to have a lot of them in general. And that's sort of the marketplace. That's very similar business model to your, when you are going to see ERP add-ons, it's very similar. Okay, so here we are looking at roughly 1,300 WooCommerce themes. You are probably not going to find as many themes. But when you have a lot of options, your job is going to be equally difficult because not every developer is going to be as sophisticated I don't know how many times it is installed. Obviously, you have the rating and review system that you can go and check in terms of WordPress. But in general, it's when you are using 25 plugins, that means your problems are going to be 25 times 25 
That's how I like to think. <laughs> Those many variables you have in the process, right, Dave? Yeah, it's a it's a great point. And again, there's a big difference between, you know, will it work and can we do it versus, exactly. you know, what's the the cost of entry for that? What's the maintenance look like over over any period of time? And, you know, for a lot of uh, small businesses, when you get aligned, unfortunately, with some unfortunate, um, you know, people that are out there, uh, you may find yourself locked into a situation or or kind of handcuffed into a situation where you're unable to uh, you know to exit because the functionality of your entire business is predicated on somebody else giving you the keys to it. So it's uh, you have to be very cautious with this stuff. Oh, definitely, yeah, and I completely agree. The commentary there. If you don't have anything else here, uh, we have so in terms of revenue, they are talking about roughly ten billion dollar in sales. So that is the commerce revenue we are talking about. So overall, they have 3.9 million websites and 10 million in sales. So if we do the math, Dave, what am I looking at here? $3,000 per year revenue? Yeah. <laughs> okay, $3,000. And now, I mean, I don't know how to take this seriously when you are make, going to be making 3000 and then you are probably making $100 <laughs> in your bank account. Um, to be honest, so obviously these are very hobbyist, uh, you know, sites. And, um, and I don't know if my math is right there, but that probably is closer. <laughs> um, so overall from the layout perspective, and if anybody who is going to be familiar with WordPress, they will appreciate the layout. The beauty of WooCommerce is it's going to appear very similar to your WordPress. But in general, WordPress is very clunky the way it is designed, especially if you're looking at the newer changes that you are getting from the open source community, whether you talk about, you know, Gutenberg or the newer platform, there are some platforms that are really stable. For example, Elementor is probably okay, but overall it could be very challenging when you are trying to implement e-commerce and it's not really designed for that tight user, uh, you know, access when you are going to have all of these scenarios where you have to show a specific product to a specific role. Yes, if somebody has developed some sort of add-on on top of this, you can probably do that, but you know you are really buying that add-on. At such WooCommerce is really, really lean in general in the commerce capabilities. So here, if you compare the product screen layout, you have product type, you have variable. Yes, some people have done a little configurator experience uh, on the WooCommerce site as well. But the only thing they are doing is okay, they have a bunch of options that you can select, and then you know that can spit an email. That email goes to your sales team. They are keying in in your ERP system. So that's how the process works. Sure, from the customer perspective, you have a little flexibility there, but you don't have really the streamlined process. So initially it might be okay, but as you grow, you can invest a lot in the duplicated effort in keying those sales order across the systems. That, that's not very wise in mind. So overall, from the product model perspective, you can probably figure out you're going to have, let's say, 100 SKUs, 200 SKUs, but after that, you are probably going to struggle a lot in, in general. Now, go ahead, Dave. Uh, I was going to say one of the other things that I've I've kind of run across uh, with this platform, Sam, that I find kind of interesting. I, I get it on both sides, but I do find it kind of interesting. Some of the, um, you know, functionality a, a, as you go and you start to implement this into business, uh, you know, some of the functionality that you would maybe expect to find, they're actually selling. WooCommerce is actually selling as a paid plugin, as a, as a premium plugin. 
you know, for different uh, different products, let's say, or, or different image styles, just kind of different things that you would maybe expect to find. So it's, you know, you kind of expect that on one hand, they're, they're probably doing it to offset their development costs. Uh, but I do think it's kind of a, a bit of an interesting model where the, they get you into the platform and the kind of ease of use. But as you are going through implementations with this, you do find uh, situations like that where, to your point earlier, you're having to, to either bring in somebody to do the uh, custom development, you know, in, in PHP and, and create your own kind of internal plugin or you're having to purchase plugin after plugin after plugin, whether that's directly from WooCommerce or, yeah. you know, through one of the other uh, through one of the other vendors. Yeah, could not agree more. Uh, great points. And I think you are going to run into all of those challenges when you are going to have too many plugins. So the, yeah. uh, again, what I like to look at is, okay, are you able to reduce the number of variables in your program? Whether you are designing a system, you are designing operations, it doesn't matter. It's the game of variables. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So here we have some very interesting functionality. For example, let's say if you talk, talk about Restricted products, and again, that could be very handy. You can design a lot of rules, and then you can do a little membership there. So this is all very interesting overall. So WooCommerce does have decent functionality if you are really starting out and you know WordPress. Then this could be easy. At least it'll let you, uh, you know, kick off the business. But after that, you probably need uh, like. So this is where the the whole plugin argument is going to be. And one of the things that I typically, and this is a pain point for me, to be honest, and we are not even running the commerce business, okay? We are probably just using it for the marketing. My orders are not necessarily flowing through our website. Obviously, we are on WordPress because, you know, it's a very content-driven platform. When I look at, you know, 15 plugins, I just freak out because, you know, there are too many variables there uh, in all of that. And anytime you are going to have an issue, the only answer you are going to get is, okay, disable all of your plugins. <laughs> and then hopefully hopefully your problem is going to get fixed and by the way if you have made any sort of customization good luck with that because i cannot guarantee if they are going to survive once you disable and it again so it's a nightmare <laughs> it's yeah. just a nightmare and if you don't have it capabilities even if you are going to hire a developer who might know wordpress they will not know anything about the plugin because you know they will have to ask the developer who has written it and typically, the commercial companies, they sort of have the support model. They have different specialists that are working in the background. So even if a product that you might be utilizing may have different add-ons underneath, but they have at least the support model. So you just have to contact one vendor. You know, that is typically not possible because you are probably working with five vendors. But when you are going to be five times 25, okay, good luck with that interaction. <laughs> So, yeah, that's my uh, little rant there for uh, plugin, I guess. Now, obviously, you know, two major components of any commerce platform is going to be number one, payment, number two, shipping. Okay. So, in this particular case, obviously, you are going to be investing a lot of time in the configuration and setup. And sometimes I personally struggle a lot when I have to communicate, okay, when you are buying a product, why does it require too much time with the internet? I don't know, you know, how to explain that probably. I struggle a lot, okay? So the easiest answer I'm going to have, and Dave, maybe you can share your comment as well, because, you know, when you started, I'm pretty sure you also struggled to understand, you know, when I'm buying the software, why does it need to be tested again? That is something that people who don't have software development background, they just don't understand, okay? In my case, when I am looking at anything, okay, when you are trying to utilize it for your processes, you have to be able to test that testing itself takes time if you are not developing anything from scratch. If you are developing anything from scratch, obviously that is going to take, let's say, 4x, 5x, 10x time. And, you know, you might have a lot more uncertainty. There. So to reduce the uncertainty, you can buy 
the bought product because they have been tested by many different companies. But here, the only thing you are doing is you are making sure that that is going to work for your path because every design is different. Every architecture is different. Every transaction is different. Uh, overall, from the process perspective, Dave, I'll let, let you share some. Um, yeah, I, no, I completely agree with what you're saying. I mean, it's kind of gets back to to my comment earlier of the implement and then plan scenario. You know, it's it's that's the problem with it because when you're when you're often when you're thinking through things and you're not actually testing them in the system in kind of real life scenarios, you tend to gloss over really important parts. That once you then roll, you know, this new process, this new system out, once you roll those things out, that's when kind of reality sets in. It's like, well, how do I do this? Oh, oh, boy, we didn't think about that. Well, how did we not think about that? You know, like, what do you mean we didn't think about that? that, That's part of the the planning and the, you know, the, the people and process aspect of this. So, yeah, I mean, to your point, you know, you have to walk through, just like in a real life scenario, any type of process development or, you know, technology implementation, you want to take those real life scenarios and run exactly. them through the processes that are in this technology that you're looking to roll out, because that is literally the only way you're going to flush out the potential problems. So you can you can mitigate those prior to going live, because once that happens <laughs> and you've got customers now relying on those transactions and processes to happen in the way that they're supposed to, I mean, it just it it gets really ugly really quick. And, yeah. you know, the bigger the business, the more transactions, the more problems that you potentially have. So it's it's vital. <laughs> but I agree with you. It's something that just gets gets skipped time and time and time again. It's It's wild. Yeah. And honestly speaking, I mean, see, I get this argument all the time. Sometimes people are opting for those $5,000 implementation. I'm like, okay, go ahead with that. I don't think the vendors have anything to lose if they are going to claim that, you know, $5,000 at the end of the day, this is your business. The disruptions, you have to own it. Okay, they'll help you fix it. But you are going to be fixing it very hard way. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's the pay me now or pay me later scenario. Exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, if, if I tell you it's only going to be 5000 on the front, but, you know, 55000 on the back, or you can just pay me the fifty up front, you know, it's just, it's uh, it's disappointing, but it's yeah. reality. It's what happens. And these are the things that you have to be mindful of, because again, to your point, these are your business. I mean, this yeah. is this is people's livelihoods. Yeah. And it's, you know, one decision, kind of one wrong turn can really set you back and really yeah. uh, impact the relationships with your customers that you've taken so much time to build when you try to think, you know, oftentimes you're thinking you're you're helping the situation and, and in the interim of you know, avoiding some of these things because it's a cost avoidance issue or or it's a time avoidance issue. Oh, we don't have time to test this. We don't have time to, you know, plan this out. You, you really can be hurting yourself and hurting your business, hurting a lot of people. And not to mention that your competitors are literally waiting for your site to go down. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are yeah. going to jump all over that and they are going to do a real press release. <laughs> and good luck with that then. Okay. So again, I think you have a lot more disruptions that you can have overall from the system perspective. So again, be patient. It requires a lot more detailed thinking. Uh, you know, you have to have a lot of patience with any technology, any system. Great points. So some of the things that you are going to notice and now, you know, going back to your point, Dave, when you said, you know, does it allow? 
<laughs> so yes it is going to allow but the kind of error messages that you are going to get they are going to be very technical and if you look at uh, i was when i was watching this demo then i'm like okay so something is happening with 40 mb memory and my business owner is going to think okay what the hell is uh, you know memory now okay what am i increasing here so now you go to a file you fix that you know that's actually going to help you with the instance but think of how much expertise you sort of require because you definitely require a developer here who can fix these errors and by the way the developers that you are working with they might not be architects or cios um so they might not be able to think through all the scenarios that you might get i mean they are going to provide quick fix that's going to break another thing <laughs> and then they'll have to fix again so that's the kind of issues that we are talking about when you are looking at these open source platform and this is where platforms such as your shopify becomes they can really uh, you know save a lot of these for you that they are isolating all of these technicals for you yes you are paying but technology is okay it's not meant to be cheap okay so now some reviews so here let's look at the persona of the person that is reviewing this and that is very important for me in general recency of review is also very important for me so here we are talking about 2022 uh, you know this person is content specialist Uh, so their perspective is going to be obviously very marketing user is what we are looking at the company financial services and again financial services are not as heavy in terms of transactions as your product centric companies are going to be so again you will see a lot more of this used in the financial services space in general okay so here 11 to 50 employees that's probably the right market segment that's probably okay in my mind you know then they are complaining that a lot of features involve addition of more plugins so once you use you sort of understand the pain of plugins until you use that you are not going to know so you have to go through cycles but in general whenever you see plugins on any system whatsoever they are really painful in general okay then we have second review this is also coming from 2022 this is a web and media developer and again these are very marketing centric developers in general uh, so here we have the coming home network international a religious institution so obviously these are churches they have a little offering there they might sell for 1 to 10 employees and you have like a million churches all of them might be using woocommerce for their transactions so that is the kind of business persona that we are talking about um so here we have because of the add ons you need to install to expand the functionality it takes time to research each add on it does it does and by the way it's not just the research you have to test you have to install you have to make sure everything else is going to work in conjunction with your plugin and that's what takes a lot of time uh, <laughs> and then everybody releases an update and that start that cycle starts again every other day dave yeah. <laughs> every other day you are going to get notification on your wordpress yeah. okay well, so and, and 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 hopefully you don't check off the uh, auto update feature uh, and get into a situation where there's a conflict and your website goes down and you don't even realize it for some period of time you know and that happens in in a lot of these smaller instances that aren't fully functioning e-commerce stores that they're maybe utilizing it uh, to your point earlier for some you know some other type of of transaction or communication scenario yeah and to be completely honest then your life will be a little easier because once you go down then google is not going to find you <laughs> you have no problems whatsoever <laughs> you don't have to go to e-commerce <laughs> Okay so here you know we have some comments it's not a install and use right out of the box solution and yeah that's right i mean you do require technical expertise so either you are going to be paying to developers or you are going to be paying to the commercial platform in general 
you will require consulting help but the consulting help is going to be in general far lower with your platforms such as Shopify, uh, you know, especially in the SME market segment. And then it takes a lot of work to get a nice looking store. And that is right as well. Just the content development itself is very hard in general. Okay. Just putting your content on the website is very, very, very hard. And then you have to deal with these issues. Okay. You are going to become a developer <laughs> than a real retailer. Uh, any other comments, Dave? No, I mean, a couple of things that really we haven't touched on, not specific to the, to the, uh, uh, to the user reviews here, but, you know, something I think that's important. We, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but that inventory uh, yeah. piece to this and, and, and kind of the functionality or should I say limited functionality uh, within the tool itself. And that's, so that's one aspect of it. And um, the, the other aspect that I think is, is, is important. But, you know, I'll, I'll skip that. Yeah, now, we but, can come but, back to that. So let yeah. me uh, touch on the inventory by the time you are thinking on the second one. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one is uh, the inventory and inventory is always interesting, right? So I always look at, okay, what is your transaction volume? How many SKUs are we talking about? If you are selling, let's say 10 SKUs, you could be, who cares? You can manage on any platform, you know, WooCommerce. But when you are looking at thousands and thousands of SKUs, you know, it's very, very, very hard to manage because it's not really designed for those commerce workflows in general. Now, if you are going to be looking at all of those sophisticated workflows, when you have to sort of reconcile, when you have to connect with different channels, Amazon, eBay, Walmart, then it gets really, really tricky. So you are going to be doing a lot more development overall on top of the existing platform to enable all of those scenarios that can come prepackaged and you don't have to invest as much time in the consulting and development in general. So Dave, I don't know if you have any other comment there. And yeah, it, it was it's, it was tied to that, but it's really around that product update feature as well. And, and you kind of hit on a really great point. You know, I, I've got a client that is on a different e-commerce platform, but a similar challenge from the standpoint of as you start to take these products and blow them out to to some of the other retailers, uh, you know, Amazon, you mentioned any any one of the other platforms, eBay is another one. It becomes very very tricky. That's the best way I could say it. It yeah. becomes very <laughs> tricky. What information do you utilize? What pricing? Exactly. What inventory? What product yeah. description? What set of pictures? You know, where does all of that information live? And not only where does it live, so how do you keep it updated? But oftentimes those are not direct integrations. So you're having to yeah. touch those multiple, multiple times to be able yeah. to take one product and put it out to, you know, maybe four different channels. So those are all considerations as you start to look at this and maybe want to, you know, if you're a small manufacturer, let's say, uh, that's interested in in kind of getting out into an e-commerce platform, that those are all considerations to be thinking. Yeah, could not agree more. Great points. So let's uh, look at some more reviews here, I guess. We are talking about the, this is also a very recent review, and they are saying make e-commerce easy for WordPress which is probably right as well. But then he is also talking about that template customization requires technical capabilities. So you definitely need to have a little developer background. Maybe you are a developer yourself. That could be a possibility and you became entrepreneur. But again, it is going to be your time as well. How much time do you invest in your technical issues versus selling? If you're a retail business, you are better off selling. That's what you should be focusing on in general for the health of the business. Here we have Keylon. Uh, this is also computer software. 11 to 50 employees, and then WooCommerce is not very customizable out of the box. Now, a lot of people are going to disagree with this, okay? It is probably the most customizable 
platform ever created. And that's a big problem. <laughs> okay, you don't want to customize anything that you are buying pre-baked unless you are looking to create everything scratch in jungle. So, you know, I, again, I what I would think is if you are trying to customize a lot, then, you know, develop something from scratch. I mean, why would I like to utilize even WooCommerce if you are looking for that? So, yeah, I, I'm not really sure if I agree with that comment. WooCommerce is great if you're looking to start an e-commerce store and are not too familiar with web development. I agree with that comment. It should be a great start, especially if you know WordPress, that a lot of people know. PHP is a very intuitive language. In general, it's, it was really designed for marketers and designers, <laughs> okay? When they were getting the taste of IT, back in the days, you know, you didn't have as strong IT capabilities, I guess, in the marketing department. Okay, so they had to figure out. So that's why PHP was created. So obviously, it's a very intuitive language. But then you have to make compromises in terms of security, etc. So there are a lot of different considerations that are not considered. Uh, because obviously, we are trying to make it simple, programming simple. Uh, but then you have to compromise on certain things. Here, we have one more comment coming from 2021. This is a media company, and this is going to be very common uh, among media companies as well. Typically, their products are going to be tutorials, videos, uh, and a lot of content creators, they are going to have their own offering. So in my mind, I think this is very aligned because they are going to be big on content creation. So in general, they are going to be familiar with WordPress and they might have a couple of products. Back-end dashboard is slow. And I cannot agree more with this <laughs> comment. In fact, you can try this, Dave, and I don't know whether you tried this. Okay, even if you're running PHP on one of the strongest infrastructure, and there are, and by the way, I mean, see, half of the WordPress and WooCommerce sites are running on really, really crappy, uh, you know, because when you are going to be paying, let's say, $20 a month, what do you get? Yeah. <laughs> like, you get like a million hosted, a million websites hosted on a computer in general, right? So that's the kind of infrastructure that we are talking about for most of the, the PHP sites. Now, if you get really, really good ones, for example, let's say we talk about WP Engine, Kinsta, those are some of the platforms that are going to have really good infrastructure in general. Um, you know, they can do a lot of um, um, heavy lifting overall from the traffic perspective. But let's say if you are going to be updating anything on your WordPress, okay, try this. Try, try like 10 sessions, you know, your PHP is going to struggle a lot because it cannot really spend those sessions in the background. Again, it's all infrastructure. It's operational capacity. Whether you are talking about software capacity or process capacity or whether you are building a facility, it's all same. Yeah. <laughs> you get what you pay for. <laughs> Um, any comments there? I mean, it's it's all the things that people don't think of. You know, that's the best way to say it, right? And and oftentimes you find these types of things out far too late into into the decision making process. So I, I I always appreciate these sessions because I think those are the types of takeaways. You know, one thing I was thinking about, um, you know, as we're going through, we're we're now on to, uh, you know, number five and number six review. And hopefully people out there that are watching this are picking up on the fact that I think out of the six we've looked at, every one of them is, has used the word plug-in. At yeah. least one time. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, so while, you know, while the ability to customize and all of those things, uh, is available, uh, and you can do that, it, it does come at a cost. And whether that cost is, you know, the use of a plugin, the use of a developer, your own time personally, yeah. uh, but it all introduces complexity into your, into your system, into your solution. And people should be mindful of that complexity because complexity equals expensive in yeah. terms of maintenance. And again, that's another area I don't think people often think about. What is the maintenance 
of this like? What is the yeah. maintenance from, you know, that that IT infrastructure you just mentioned? You know, if if you've got uh, X number of sessions trying to come to your site and, and your site can't handle that traffic load yeah. and, and, you know, WooCommerce can't handle the transaction load coming into that store. What happens when an order gets lost? What happens <laughs> when a hundred orders gets lost? Oh, you know? it's okay. Come on. <laughs> I mean, What's the big what, deal? You know, what happens when it doesn't update your inventory because, you know, you're basically talking about text files being written into this. I mean, it, it's all of those types of considerations that people should be mindful of. It's it's a great platform for a lot of different things. But, you know, the, the larger size businesses um, should be thinking about these types of questions as they investigate, you know, these these uh, different platforms and solutions. Yeah. And that is such a great point, to be honest. And I want to bring one more point that people often struggle and they try to compare let's say the social media platforms with your financial platforms okay so in social media platform who cares dave whether you are going to get a notification you know whether i commented on your post or not it's okay if you don't get a couple of times right so that architecture and the it system capacity that you are going to have for that architecture is very different but when you are looking at real financial system you have to reconcile to a penny you cannot afford to lose a dollar okay so yeah. that's why the financial systems are really challenging. And that's why the design and architecture and the technology that you need to use for the financial systems is very different from, you know, some sort of blogging site. Who cares? You know, if you lose a bunch of traffic. <laughs> yeah, that's no, a, it's a great point. <laughs> okay, so some more comments here. Checkout is so complex unless you use a plugin to remove fields uh, when not needed. So obviously the checkout experience is clunky as well. And that is your bread and butter if you're running e-commerce. So if that is going to be clunky, good luck with your traffic conversion yeah. rate. <laughs> so here 2021 you know photography company so this is one to 10 employees again these are very hobbyists in general you know they are probably selling photos and they don't care whether they sell or not they have already clicked uh, you know for free i guess nowadays so that's how the these businesses sometimes i get conflicts between the plugins that i have to install that's a very common problem and and dave you are so every single comment that we are reading they have the plugin problem mentioned uh woocommerce does really well for simple stores that don't have a lot of products i think that's a very big statement in my mind simple could mean a lot of different things but here i would think if you are using it for a store that is going to have more than thousand products that's probably a stretch you know you are probably looking at you know under 100 products and you are let's say doing under 50,000 in revenue or 100,000 in revenue this could be okay but if you are doing multi-million you know probably this complicated stores with products that need a lot of customization you have to find third-party plugins to add additional functionality to your store and sometimes those can create conflicts between one another and that's a nice okay and in commerce business you cannot afford to have these technical you are going to be penalized from seo perspective customers are not going to be happy and you are going to be spending a lot of time with technical issues if you enjoy this okay you should go for this platform but that's not best for the business <laughs> any other comments dave otherwise i'll keep going yeah okay so here we have design company 2021 1 to 10 employees uh now some more comments here because of how the wordpress database is structured so this is i really like this comment and i think this person had experience either with database design and this person understands these products slightly better i guess so here we have executive and corporate and this is a design so most likely they must be in the web development space that's why they must have a little database uh, okay so so they are really right because the database is designed more from the content perspective in fact it's going to be equally terrible experience when you are going to be utilizing a commerce 
platform for your content because you are not going to get all your bells and whistles of category checks uh, you know how your posts are going to be displayed that's a very different data structure so now if you are using that data model for a very different business it just doesn't work to be honest okay and that's the fundamental problem with woocommerce it's not really designed for that commerce experience because add-on plugins are developed by third parties sometimes you get conflicts that break these things again same commentary as most other people uh, basic e-commerce store with products that are sold individually or don't require a ton of customization for larger e-commerce stores with a huge number of SKUs or very high order volume woocommerce will begin to get bogged down and that is the second comment i think this person has a little technical background and that's why he's able to or she's able to understand the issues and bogged down i'm telling you like php is the slowest programming language ever created <laughs> and the reason why it is slower because obviously it is trying to encapsulate a lot of different things from the uh, programming perspective the closer you are going to be to your machine the faster your language is going to be the farther you are i mean i'm talking about the real software engineering the way it is designed right um so here obviously it's very 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 far because you are targeting your business user and you have to hide all of those technical details and that's why you know php is probably going to be the slowest and that's why uh, they are talking about it really gets bogged down but there are too many variables you are obviously going to have the infrastructure it is deployed on sometimes it requires a lot of optimization so again you require very deep optimization expertise in like php now again if you're e-commerce business you don't want to get into all of this um not fun uh so here now this is a shock dave okay so 10000 employees you are looking at this one <laughs> so this is information technology and services business so most likely they are in some sort of it business they are using it because obviously they have free developers developers they don't charge any money you know they are really <laughs> good people so here 2021 php version update is causing issues from time to time and in this particular case i don't even know uh, you know what they might be selling maybe they have a little offering there from the it perspective that they might sell if you're looking at the it commerce business where they are trying to sorry keyboard mouse monitor computers if they are trying to sell that that's a very different commerce business than what seems uh, to be this one but i mean maybe they are running for 10000 employee company as well but this is definitely outlier yeah i i would agree with that i mean just reading it my takeaway is you know this is a this is a, a var you know like i mean that's my takeaway on it that this is somebody that's you know really selling uh the services and the customization i mean it's a, it's a great starting point but you know to do what you really need it to do here are you know the services that we can offer so i don't know that's that's my quick takeaway it's it's interest it's in, it's definitely an outlier in the rest of them and i would venture a guess to say that this is not a typical uh e-commerce business with a e-commerce deployment of woocommerce <laughs> no definitely not i mean this is definitely not a transactional business i guarantee no. there's no way any transaction no okay so we have 3 minutes dave so what would you like to do would you like to chat or do you want to cover some more reviews yeah what well, i i'm happy to chat and kind of wrap things up i mean uh unless you want to hit a couple other reviews Let, let's do that i think we have covered enough i think we have provided yeah. enough I don't think we yeah. have any other points that we wanted to cover unless you would like to cover anything. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think we did a a pretty good job of, you know, kind of diving into uh the strong suits and and there's no doubt there's a a play for this for a lot of businesses. I think like many of the uh reviews that we do, it it really comes down to understanding again what what your processes are. how your transactions function uh from a business perspective 
And then as you're evaluating these systems, really, you know, kind of we talked about it from that testing perspective, but doing some test installations and going through, you know, that process flow, putting some test products out in into a, a platform like this, see what the orders are like, see what that communication portal is like, see what that order dashboard is like, you know, all of the different aspects where somebody that you may be coming to from a, yeah. a partner standpoint that maybe, you know, back to that kind of last um that last review, you know, maybe somebody that's kind of uh, telling you that this is, you know, the answer that you've been searching for and is not going to walk you through all of the, the, the detailed aspects of it. I mean, those are the types of things that you have to look out for. But there's no doubt that there's a play for this. If you're a small manufacturing business, if you're a small distribution business, there, there could be a fit for this. Um, I've seen these, you know, this implemented in other scenarios that aren't necessarily a B2C transaction or, or even a B2B. I've seen internal installations where this has been used for, uh, you know, supply chain management and yeah. those types of things. So it's flexible. The, that open source allows for that, but know what you're getting into going into it versus, you know, finding out after the fact. And and really, you know, having your hands tied, it's the most unfortunate thing that I know the both of us see. And, and it's just it's frustrating because there's there's ways to prevent all of it. And, um, you know, but what it is, I suppose. Yeah, I could not agree more. In fact, I mean, see, I like to think of this as more of the merch platform, to be honest. And I'm a big proponent of and you know, you know how much I believe in marketing. Right. So I also believe that everybody should be creating their merch. Okay, and if you are trying to sell your merchants, the easiest way always is going to be to sell through your WooCommerce because obviously if you are creating merch, then you are big on content and you should try to monetize even if you are not going to make any money out of it because, you know, that's again your brand promotion. So don't think of that as more of the, the commerce play. Think of that as more of the branding play that everybody should be doing. And for that, WooCommerce is a gift. Yeah, that that's a great point. I mean, like I said, it's it, there's no doubt there's a play for this in many different scenarios. It's just a matter of understanding exactly what you're trying yeah. to do with it and and not, you know, unless you know going in that you're going to be bringing a developer on staff, you know, know what you're getting yourself into and uh, you know, kind of stick to your lane. But that that's a great uh, a great uh, uh example. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so unless you have any other closing comments, I think we are close to time, Dave. Yeah. Uh, okay, amazing. So that's it for today. If you join for the first time, this was part of our e-commerce series for which we meet every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you guys are going to be here next week. We are going to come back with another topic next week. On that note, thanks everyone for tuning in tonight. Thanks, Sam. I cannot thank our guests enough for coming on the show, for sharing their knowledge and journey. I always pick up learnings from our guests and hopefully you learned something new today. If you want to learn more about Robert Brown, head over to rgbecommerce.com. It's rgbecommerce.com. Links and more information will also be available in the show notes. If anything in this podcast resonated with you and your business, you might want to check other related episodes, including the interview with Colin Cronin, who shares his insights into the evolution of B2B digital e-commerce capabilities for a global medical device manufacturer. Also, the interview with Ross Davies, who shares his insights on the steps for objection hunting and how that can help with discovering user experience issues on our website. Also, don't forget to subscribe and spread the word among folks with similar backgrounds. 
If you have any questions or comments about the show, please review and rate us on your favorite podcasting platform or DM me on any social channels. I'll try my best to respond personally and make sure you get help. Thank you and I hope to catch you on the next episode of the WBS Podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the WBS Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information on growth strategies for SMBs using ERP and digital transformation, check out our community at wbs.rocks. We'll see you next time.